this one. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe Shane hasn't like run out of ideas at this point. We've done over 50 episodes. Is that a compliment? No. Yeah, it is. I yes, think it is. Hang on t- I, I think it did. is. Yep, yep. Shoot. Hi, welcome to Nacho Mavis. I really don't want to compliment the intros because it's my <laughs> least favorite part of these episodes. Welcome to Nacho Mavis Christian Podcast. The Christian Podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane Topper. Say, happy with your hair. Is that Adam Sandler? Uh, <laughs> uh, Eric, was that Adam Sandler? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Daddy. (laughs) Wait, what happened to Adam Sandler? Yeah, he's he's terrible now. You know, know what? I actually read a thing that basically said that Adam Sandler's never been a good actor ever. If you watch Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, he's not good in him. Yeah, it's just that he's at an age where he can get away with doing that humor. Yeah. And now he just gotten older. He's still trying to do that a little bit. And it's like, you can't do But he has anymore. done some good movies as an actor. Yeah, like but Spanglish. That, yeah, but that was him being serious. Yeah, he can do some um, serious roles. Uh, Punch Our Glove was great. Yeah. Uh, funny. I like funny people a lot. But if you did, but that stupid, like, I'm, I'm a man boy type character. Yeah, the Billy Madison, the Happy Gilmore. Oh, not <laughs> like, like the, he just had lines, and it, it just because of his age and because of our age, it was funny. Yeah. And now that we're all, now we grow older, it's still funny to us. But um, he's actually was never a good actor in those things. Is what I read a little thing about that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess so. I don't know. I don't really care that much. Yeah. Adam Sandler to me, all he does is make movies to go on vacation. Yeah. He he's he's not concerned about making good movies. He's concerned about making money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He makes and and he goes on a lot of vacations with all of his friends, and he makes a movie while he's there. Yeah. Because it's always in Hawaii or something extravagant. But right, right. anyways, so um, today is actually where we want to talk. We want. We want. Can you guys sit on the couch? Can you <laughs> what? guys? I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, we need okay. you to sit. We need yeah, everyone, to sit down. Everyone take a seat. Everyone take a seat. We have we have something that we need to tell you. You make it seem like we're done. Like we're quitting this podcast. We are. For we a, are for a month. <laughs> we are, yes, we are. <laughs> we are. We are going to be taking a little break. Let's say like a summer vacay. Yeah, a little summer vacay. An unpaid leave of absence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an unpaid it's leave of absence always unpaid. from our unpaid <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Some people pay. Yeah. They might true. say I'm taking my Patreon That's back true. for yeah. that month, Very true. but they pay so that we don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, they true. don't pay us. <laughs> We don't. We don't make. They cover any, our costs. Yeah. Our, our very little cost. That's right. Yeah, we don't make any money doing this. No, not at <laughs> all. Yeah. But um, but we are going to be taking off uh, the rest of the month of August because this is coming out August first. Yeah, around and, then. Yeah, and we're going to be taking off the rest of the month, and we we will be back. Don't you worry. Yeah. We'll be back in September. But we've decided. You know what? We need a little break. Yeah, we've been doing. We have not missed an episode for over a year now. We started except on Christmas. Except for Christmas, went the one time we planned it, and we started like recording in the June. Summer, yeah, I think we started releasing in July, and we haven't missed. Yeah, and and even you said like most podcasts that go this long release every ep- an episode every week are podcasts that are like getting paid or like doing it for it's a job, job. Yeah, where we don't we're just or doing part it, of the job. Yeah, we're just doing it for fun. So the worry that that all of us are starting to get is us three like to hang out and we first started it was like us hanging out and it yeah. was awesome and it's, it's still, still that way and it's but we if we kept going without taking any break that i could see us getting to a point where it's a chore yeah. and we're not at that point yet we're still having a lot of fun so we don't want to get to that point right which is why we're like that you know what let's take a little bit of a break so that way we can like when we start doing it again we have more ideas for episodes and things like that well too. the other thing is we all have we also have like vacations coming up yep summer is busy eric's gonna be gone for uh well at this point he'll be 
still gone, I guess. I don't know. I will We're be, record, I'll we're be currently this. at Disneyland right now as you're listening. <laughs> riding Splash Mountain, having fun, yeah. getting pictures with Mickey. We're, we're recording this before Eric goes to Disneyland because he has vacation for two weeks. Then we're all going on a cruise together. Topper's been in and out of Topper's Ocean going City. on vacation, yeah. So we have a million things, and it's going to be hard for us to be able to record every week. And we just need a little bit of a break. Yeah. Well, don't you think so, Topper? I do. I think it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know why? Why? Because burnout is a real thing. It is. It is. And and that kind of gets me to something that uh, annoys me. Uh-oh. What? Eric? <laughs> Eric, you're turning green. Oh, my god! I'm getting a little angry, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Eric! That's basically the the jingle you just did. <laughs> I think that's the the jingle. Gabby not too shabby today. I think Gabby not too shabby is not a listener anymore. She's done listening. But here's the some- amount of times that I reference Gabby not too shabby. <laughs> she should be a listener. Yeah. If those who don't know who she is, she gave us a review, a very nice review. But just said she didn't like the intro. <laughs> and I like Shane her even is, more. She said, is he's too loud in it? Anytime that I get loud, I go, I'm sorry, Gabby. <laughs> but uh, here's my Eric Eric rant. Um, we've all been in church culture for a while. If you're listening and you've ever been in church culture, you know this too. Uh, Shane and I being pastors and working at church, we see it all the time. And honestly, sometimes the pastors are to blame for this. Yeah. And the church leaders are to blame. Mm-hmm. But burnout is such a high rate for churches. Uh, when it comes to volunteers and things like that. But wait a second. Don't pastors only work Sundays, Eric? <sighs> Technically, yeah. <laughs> not, not only is it, is it a burnout for volunteers, but it's burnout for actual staff and leaders yeah. too. And I've just seen so many churches that just keep going and going and going with programs that they don't need, programs yeah. that, that they just, they've always been doing it, so they have to keep doing it. And just making volunteers come out and making leaders come out. Now all of a sudden, a pastor during the summer has something they have to do every single day and every single night. Camp this week, another camp the following week. They have this newcomer's dinner this night. They have a all this thing party. that, they pool party. They have yeah. this thing that they've been doing every year that no one even likes anymore. They just have to do it. And they do it every month or every year that the staff has to go to and make sure they run it, make sure they call the volunteers about it, make sure they call people to make sure they're coming to those things then hey volunteers you need to come you need to serve right or or you're kind of not doing what you're supposed to be doing so give you a guilt trip to make sure you serve so much you get to a point where you feel like if you're not serving enough then all of a sudden you're sinning and you're doing something wrong and it's wrong for you to take a break and to not be with and to not serve and be with your family like doing that no that's that's wrong so i got to make sure i'm always serving i'm always doing this and before you know it, there's a select few people in a church that is doing everything because they see that there's a need. They don't want to like anything to fall short. So now they get super burnt out. And before you know it, people are leaving the church because they're so sick and tired. And like, man, I wish I just have a break and I could just chill. But no, I got to do this. I got to serve on Sunday morning. I got to be here Sunday night to count. I got to help fold the bulletins. I got to do this. And then staff gets to a point where they do that and their marriages are falling apart and things are, things are happening in their own personal life because they don't know how to take a break and burnout is a real deal. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I've seen it a lot. And what's crazy is it's with some of the most like faithful people too. Mm -hmm. Like people who are, uh, that's why it happens because the most faithful are the ones. The most faithful. Because what happens just like, I mean, even in like the workplace, I mean, you have this, whether it's a verbal contract or whatever it is, like you're committing 
to serving in this area for whatever it is. And so just like a boss would do, I mean, it's the leadership in the church. If you are doing a good job and if they can get more out of you because you know people are always calling out, they could always use you in some other area. Yep. The, the question is always going to be there. Hey, well, can we get you to do this? Can you help out here? And it's not whether it's intentional or not. I, I, I don't think that, you know, pastors are trying to wear out their, mm-hmm. you know, their faithful servants. But at the same time, I think that's why it happens is because they take on, they bite off more than they can chew. And then it ends up, you know, something yeah. that you started out enjoying, you end up kind of resenting. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think there's some people, there's some volunteers that are so willing to do things all the time that, the church staff abuses it almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a classic 20-80 rule. 20% of the people do 80% of the yeah. work. Yeah. 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 And you know that, like, as a pastor, I know I can call certain people, and they will almost always say yes. Yeah. yeah. And so the danger and the temptation for, for me as the pastor is to just lean on those 20%. And I, honestly, at a church plant uh, at City on a Hill, that's not the case because I'm the only person paid staff member mm-hmm. and so <laughs> a, a church plant like that will not work if only 20 percent of the people are doing the work yeah. and so th- this is not the case at, at my church and i'm very thankful for that but it always can be the case and it probably the more established you are the more likely this is the, it uh, kind of you, you kind of have to make sure that the members or we call them owners at both of our churches yeah understand that one of their duties is to help serve, yep. but it doesn't mean that they need to serve everywhere. Because right. if all the people that consider, consider your church their own church, they all find, say, okay, well, I'm really good with people, so I commit to greeting. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to greet yeah. in the morning. That's it. But if everyone said, I'm going to do one thing, then we don't need to ask other people. The problem is there's so many people that just come and attend church and just get their fill and yeah. go back to their, their life. And then all of a sudden now we're calling the same people. Like, we had a meeting a couple weeks ago because we, we have a shortage in nursery help. Yeah. So we're like, and it's like a big sh- shortage. So we're, we need to like find like five or six people. We're a small church. So we're like, okay, hey, who can we ask? And we have all these names and we look at the names and we're like, you know what? All these names are already doing stuff. Yeah. But I was like, there's so many people in our church that are just coming. Like we can't keep asking the people that are, that we know are going to say yes and then, because then they're getting to the point where, like, you know what, this is way gone. too much, and they're gone. And then all the things they're doing, because we made, we asked them to do it, they're going to leave all of it. And most of the time, they're going to, it's not going to be like, hey, I, I need two, in two right. weeks, I'm off. It's like, I, I'm done now, because you get to a point where you almost explode. Right, right. Well, and uh, it, it's, it's all, that's always the danger when it comes to, to working in a church. But I fully believe that God provides every person necessary to do the ministry that He has called you to do. Mm-hmm. So, so if you are unable to do a ministry, in your church, then maybe that that's one of two things. Either the people aren't stepping up who God has called to step up, or you're doing a ministry that God has not called you to do. Yeah. That's, those are the options because God provides everything that you need to do the ministry that you have been called to do. Um, and so uh, it, 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 I've seen it time and time again, how we provide, provide, provides over and over and over, especially in our situation where we I feel so guilty sometimes, and, and we've talked about burnout for volunteers, but we also need to talk about burnout for, for pastors. Yeah, it's a real thing. Because I realize I am the only paid staff at my church. The only one. So I always want to make sure, okay, I'm not going to have anybody working harder or more than I do, mm-hmm. because nobody else is paid. 
and I have a full staff like that I look at of of and they're volunteers, uh, youth pastor, children's pastor, worship leader, and an executive pastor, and they do a phenomenal job. Um, but I never want them to be working harder than I am or doing more than I am because they're not getting paid to do this, yeah. and they all have jobs yeah. outside of that. But I also think that is a little bit of. Um, you're worried that other people will be thinking that you're not working yeah. hard enough. So yeah. it's it's you're worried about what other people are thinking about but you. But at the same time, so, I should be working harder than all of them. Yeah, I agree. I but, should be. But I but then at times you might work too hard yeah. because you're worried yeah. of what if people think that you're working hard enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have the same thing where I feel like at times I work too hard because I'm worried that people are, think I'm not working hard enough. Yeah. So, Tabby, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Since you don't work in ministry as your job, mm-hmm. and Eric and I both do, mm-hmm. Do you, when you leave, are you the type of person where when you leave work, you're checked out of work? That's, I've made, tried to make that my goal and my focus. It doesn't always happen. Your personality, let's say, what what would be natural for you to do? Um, yeah, typically leave work at work. Okay, is so what you, I, you have no problem doing that. Yeah, that's normally what I, I can, I can kind of compartmentalize. And but I sometimes it just happens. But sometimes, yeah, depending on what's going on in that season, it may some things may carry outside of it, but yeah. So then from a volunteer standpoint, you have a job 40 hours a week that uh-huh. you work, Monday through Friday, and then on top of that, you volunteer at church doing the lights, a phenomenal job. Mm, uh, phenomenal. And, oh, then, and then also helping a youth ministry. Yep. And then it's... Tear down. And tear down for, for the for mm-hmm. the church on Should Sunday. Should write afterwards, yeah. After youth ministry. Those are the three things mm-hmm. you volunteer for. Yeah, he used to also help set up. Well, did you say a family connect? I, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another so thing. So four, four volunteer areas mm-hmm. outside of your job. Mm-hmm. Now, the lights, you would be at church anyways, right? I would be there. I so does that, does that feel like it's a lot added on? No, but there are, there are definitely times where I wish that I could experience the full kind of yeah, full aspect come and of just church sit there. to where, yeah, come and sit there. There mm-hmm. isn't really, now, I could do that, mm-hmm. but that's just, part of the selfish yeah. way, wanting to get another hour of sleep instead of coming to the early service so that I can sit through oh, worship. Oh, you do two services. No, I do one. No, sometimes you will. I don't if I ask him, you will. Do you, do, you, do you serve one and then sit in one? No, because I'm doing, you're sitting in because there I'm doing lights and I'm in the back, I mean, I can, it's yeah. fine, but there are times where, like, Eric will be like, hey, if you want to go sit, you know, you can go ahead and sit and I can do lights. I'm like, oh, you want a real guy nice. to do lights. If exactly. you want me to show you how to do the lights, Please. you go ahead and take a seat. Because it, it's not it's not <laughs> something that really, it's not like I'm in nursery and it's taking away yeah. from me here in the sermon. I get I get to be there right. for all of this. So. Well, and, and the thing about Topper too, and we've are, we, we've talked about this about his personality, is that he's consistent. Responsible. He's responsible. He's loyal. Responsibility so when, is one of your strengths, isn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. So whenever Topper says he's going to do something, he's, he's going do to it. do it yeah. Yeah, all the time. Um, a topper never backs out on plans. Well, one thing he used to do as well is he used to help set up. Mm-hmm. And it started to become the thing of, with our church, we're a smaller church, that we need people to help. We only had so many people helping set up. Let's ask Topper, who's already doing lights, who's already helping with youth group, who's already helping tear down, who's already doing Family Connect. He's probably going to say yes, so let's ask him. Yeah. And he would do it. But you had to eventually say you aren't doing it anymore, right? Yeah, it just... Sometimes it becomes a lot, especially because, and this I don't want this to sound bad, but it's one of those things where I want to help whenever, wherever I can, and I understand if that means yeah. taking time out of that free time I could be doing other stuff. But it's one thing if, like my my boss who I work for and get right. paid a salary for says, "Hey, I need you here to stay late. I need you to come in an extra day and you do, do this." It. it is what it is. I I need to make that happen. So I feel, I guess, I still feel a good sense of responsibility for for this kind of stuff, but. I think because of, uh, I don't feel as bad having to be like, all right, hey, I gotta, 
I got to sit this one out or I got to back back this out because there's no there's not really any implications. I'm not going to get right. reprimanded from my boss, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, I think about Sabbath care and having a Sabbath, right. and and basically, what does that mean to have a Sabbath, Shane? It means that you take a day, not just for yourself, but you take a day to recharge, to re-energize, and to spend time with God. Is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's not. It's not just okay. I'm just gonna just do whatever I want all day. Um, you, you, it's it's a really good time, especially if you are married and have kids. You should be spending that time with your family because your family doesn't get a whole lot of you um, when you're at work or, or whatever else you're doing. Um, you should be spending time with your family. You should be spending time with God. And then you should just be spending time with yourself. Yeah, and that's it's getting harder and harder in our day and age to have a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, and the important thing is it doesn't have to be on Sunday necessarily. Yeah, uh-uh. It's not a Sunday for us. Ours yeah. is Monday. That's why we take up Mondays off. Yeah. And I won't take any calls on Monday or anything like that. Yeah. Where Topper, when he was helping with setup, he, there is no, all of a sudden you don't have a Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, you might have the rest of Saturday. You might have half of a Sabbath, yeah. but you're serving on Saturday and then all day Sunday and all mm-hmm. night he's, because yeah. we have youth group on Sunday nights, he's there on Sunday nights. No yeah. matter if there's a Ravens game, no matter what. Um, right. So it's important to say no, so that way you can you yeah. can recharge and, right. and have a Sabbath. Because I've seen so, I mean, I, there's people in our church now that just don't ever have a day where they can just relax, mm-hmm. and it'll get to you. Mm-hmm. And you start to become cynical about church. You mm-hmm. hate you start things, to become, yeah. yeah, you start to become like it's a chore. Mm-hmm. You start to be, get get mad when about little things and be negative all the time because of church because you're not taking time to just relax and mm-hmm. recharge. You know yourself. what else happens too? You get sick. Yeah, you get sick a lot more often because you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. scientifically, it says you need to just yeah. chill sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and I don't really like to chill, but I like to always be doing stuff. So I need to remember that. Yeah. And I think that the quality of the product that you are responsible for also starts lagging too. Yep. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah. It makes you know it because I mean? if you're if you're you know if you've been at work all week and you've had done these long days and then you're required to go to church and you already don't feel like it. Yeah. And you're supposed to be. Whether you're delivering a message, whether you're, you know, helping out with lights, greeting, like you're not going to be as happy. You, yeah. you know, people might you don't see care that as you, much. Might, yeah, you're not going to care. It's just not going right. to be. So. Well, and the hard part is we live in a culture that says, especially it, where we are on the East Coast in Maryland, and and I, I really I think this is the case for the nation and for the world. It's not. I shouldn't just say it's just our problem. We do, uh, we don't know that. We just assume it for the world. Yeah. We know what it is for us. I know there are parts in the world where this is not necessarily it's not the same way, but we live in a place where it's like, well, the rat race is going on, and you got to constantly be working. And especially, if you're especially in Maryland, especially too. on the East Coast, if you're not working hard or if you're not giving every single thing that you got, somebody else is going to be working harder than yeah. you and is going to do better than you. And that's that. See, that's the tricky part because especially in ministry, uh, we we always the danger of being a lead pastor or in charge of a ministry is that you think the ministry succeeds or fails because of you. And we think, well, if my church, nobody was here, and it's my fault that nobody was here because I'm the lead pastor. Or if it's doing really well, you think, wow, all these people are coming because of me because I'm doing such a good job. It's pride. I gave Both such of them are pride. It's pride. And we, and we think these things about ourselves, and we put this pressure on our shoulders that, it's, that was never meant to be on our shoulders to begin with. And when we forget that this is not my church, City on Hill is not my church, Connections is not AJ's church or, or Eric's church, or, or Eric's church plant is not your church. It's God's church, and God is going to provide for his church if, as long as we get ourselves out of the way, as long as, as long as we stop thinking, well, if I do this, then I will bring people in, and then I will ha- lead people to salvation. That's all a bunch of baloney. It's not, it's not me doing any of it. 
It's God using me to do things. So what can the church do to try to prevent burnout as much as we can? Mm-hmm. And what can volunteers do to to and what are some red flags for volunteers and ways that they can prevent it for themselves? I think that the church should put a cap on how many areas somebody can yeah. volunteer. Yeah. Um, and I have not done this. I'm I'm thinking this right now and I'm just saying what I'm thinking at the moment. But I think that there should be a cap on on the amount of volunteer amount of areas that somebody volunteers. Yeah. Um, whether that be I don't know two or three, depending on what it is, because like youth ministry is going to take up more time. The children ministry is going to take up more time. Greeting, you can just show up and do it that more. You know what I mean? It's not yep. as 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 time consuming. I, I think you need to can some churches need to cancel some programs. Yep. Yeah. I yep. Was just supposed to Either, yeah. There's some programs that they've always done and they need to keep doing it. Yep. You. First off, as the congregation, you should not be at church all the time. That's right. You, you really church Sunday morning should be a timeout that's getting in our huddle like before we go back out and yeah. play. Uh-huh. So if you have a program every every week, you're killing your volunteers. You're hurting your members yeah. if they're going to every single thing. Mm-hmm. They're not actually living out in the world and, and actually making disciples because they're just in their holy huddle all the time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to cancel some programs that are just killing you volunteers and yeah. not helping with your vision, mm-hmm. your mission and vision. I really honestly believe that less is more when it yeah. comes to ministry. Because here's the thing. Think of think of a family with three kids who are, you know, elementary, middle school, high school. They've got school that they go to every week. The parents are working nine to five. Then they got football, baseball, soccer, ballet, homework. dance, homework, uh, projects, yep. all this other stuff. And then they also got youth ministry, children ministry, going to church on Sunday, going to the, the pool party on the weekend, or going to the, another event, going bowling with a youth group, all, a million different things that are going on. You, maybe you have small group in the week as well. There's no extra time. And so the, we as a church, if we do one thing a month, let's say, like, like at some sort of an event, for example, last night we went to we we're starting our at the movie series and we all went to the movies together. Something really simple, you bring your whole family, it's fun to go to, and it's the only thing that you're advertising for. If on a Sunday morning, if you're going, Hey, we want to tell you about this, we got the movies going on this weekend, we got uh this going on this weekend, we got this going on this weekend, we got this going on this weekend, and there's so many things, then people are gonna be spread out. Instead if you advertise for one big thing. Then people can see that and be like, "Okay, I can handle that," and it can be more exciting because everybody's going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's really what we should be targeting. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Less is more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about volunteers? What What do volunteers need to look out for? Mm-hmm. And um, what are some ways they can prevent burnout? Like, here's a here's something I th- I thought of when it comes to volunteers. If you're thinking, of how do I serve my church? And you think of four or more areas you're serving. Way too much. You're doing too much. Mm-hmm. You need to drop out of something. Wait. And if you and if you say to yourself, well, if I drop out, then the, then who's going to do it? The ministry's going to fail. That's not on you. Yeah. There's going to be not, someone that's going to come. Cu- because just as I said, it's not my church. It's not your ministry. Yeah. Um, I think just, just we, we did a, a small group kind of recently on how to simplify your life with Bill Hybels. Yeah. So I think really just... Taking a look, finding out what's important in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so God, family, you know, work, whatever that is, and just trying to find a healthy balance. And if these things, if you're if you're finding that, oh, I, I'm not I'm not finding time for my family, or I'm not finding time with God, not not counting church. I mean, specific time with God, like for a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Then you know that there are some areas you need what you need to cut out. What's you know maybe it means cutting out other 
activities that don't have to do with church, or maybe it means cutting out some of the areas that you're serving. Like you said, if you're in four areas, yep. maybe cut it down to two, something reasonable so, so you can focus all your energy and do better yep. in the two areas that you're in. And what, like Shane was saying, I think by cutting down some of these programs, or you said that too, um, you put the accountability on the members. And when they see if there are some of those people out there who are being called to do this and they're not pursuing their calling, they might see now when the pastor says, hey, we've had to stop Family Connect because we ha- we've had a shortage. Yeah. And so, you know, if anybody's interested in heading that up, that might give that person the opportunity to do so. Their responsibility. I know, I know some churches say, especially for like children ministry, they say, okay, if you have a kid in the children ministry, then you have to serve once a month. I know some churches that do that, yeah. and I, I don't want to do that, uh-huh. and, and we don't do that. But I also understand they're like, well, it's either a parent serves once a month. Or they're all here in service. Or, yeah, or they're <laughs> sitting with you in service yeah. anyways because we don't have enough people to yeah. do it. Yeah. The only reason I don't like that is because it's making people that aren't actually good at it yeah. sit, yep. so then it becomes school. Exactly, almost. yeah. Um, but I think if you're a volunteer, you need to go with what you're most passionate about. Yep. If, you're, if, there's, if you're passionate about meeting people and you love greeting, you do that, but you're also just a yes person. Yeah. So you said yes to nursery because they asked you, but you don't, aren't really passionate about it. Yeah. Then you need to drop nursery. If you hate kids, don't serve in children ministry. Yeah. You got, you got to learn to say no. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. That that the because at a lot of churches, if you're not willing to say no, they will keep using you until you're left you're left done. And a lot of churches don't even realize they don't it. realize they're doing it either. You got to learn how to say no, and it's not wrong to say no. It's not a sin to say no. It's actually a sin not to say no. Mm-hmm. You got to say no to certain things. So if you're serving in more than four, if you're serving five, six, seven different areas, you're serving too much. Yeah, just simplify it. Just pick a couple areas that you can help. Maybe you have a little more time. Maybe you're like a stay-at-home mom, so you don't like have a 40-hour work week. I know you're still crazy busy. I understand that. Um, so maybe you think, oh, I can do a little more. So maybe you do four instead of three. But don't still don't do too much. You still need to have time for yourself, time where you can grow, time with your family, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and I know that we're talking about burnout, but we also do need to talk the other way is say, and make sure that we say we should not be lazy. you know, And, and we should, being in... Being a Christian means that we work hard, we roll up our sleeves, we get down in the trenches and do the work necessary to to that that God has called us to do. So, because I and I don't think this is really the issue in the area that we live in, but there are some people who are just like, yeah, okay, well, I'm just not gonna do anything then, and they're just lazy. Well, here here's what I would say too: if you're listening it's now, if you're listening now, and you are a member of a church but don't serve anywhere, anywhere, yeah. you're the reason people are getting burnt out. That's right. You need to get get up off your lazy butt and do something. Uh-huh. If if you are at a church and you're like, yeah, I've committed to this church, I'm committed to coming, and you're always receiving, but you're not serving in some kind of capacity. I don't even say this. You don't. It doesn't always mean you have to serve at church. Yeah, you just need to serve. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe the way you serve is there's a charity or something like there. Because so many churches make it where like you have to serve us and feed with us, mm-hmm. and I don't really agree with that either. I think you should be serving, and I think that's a. I think the church is the best way, is an easy way for you to serve. But if there's an area where you're like, oh, I'm really committed to this, like be more caring or something, yeah, a charity that I like, and I'm going to serve there once a week, then that you are serving. So, yeah, but that's right. But if you're if you're a member of a church and not serving, you're the reason people are getting burnt out. Yeah. So every time someone gets burned out, quits. Think of yourself because you're the reason they're doing that. Ooh. You wow. need to watch yourself. Yeah, that's good. But that's anyways. Good. Hey, well, take time for yourself, people. And take, take time for yourself and for God and for and for your family. And know it and know it's but a great way, order. great way great way to relax <laughs> is just to sit down, put some headphones in, and let's do a podcast. You I know? don't know if it's I would just a minute ago just scream. <laughs> 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 Anyways, all right, let's get to our last segment before our summer break. We'll miss you. 
We, the jury, find you guilty of pleasure. Guilty. And we're back. <laughs> we never go anywhere. Well, it, feel, well, well, it feels like we and do. And okay? we're back. Right? <laughs> it does. All right. So we are getting into another segment of Guilty Pleasures. I guess they Ooh. know that from the uh, from the jingle, right? Yeah. See, the things we don't hear it. I just want to let the li- listeners know. And we're back. And we're back now. Gosh, you're ter- <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> All right. Guilty Pleasure. So this time it's going to be um, what our Guilty Pleasure is on stereotypical girly things what we enjoy that mm-hmm. is considered as stereotypically girly and we're gonna, and we and the big thing we're saying is stereotypically because we know the culture we live in now where it's like there's no girl thing no guy things whatever right. we're talking about things that that when we do we're like this is probably more of a girlier thing right. in the stereotypical way but we don't care but we, enjoy we it. like it, it right we we're all about it. it so yeah yeah so we're all about Equal everything, whatever. But <laughs> I just know. Sure I just, sounds like it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I just know people listening like, hey, man, a girl can be a guy. Because I, I can't. Yeah. I don't care Can we just that. have a conversation have fun? <laughs> yeah. Please. What? Yeah, can you just let us have fun, please? Yeah. Goodness. Especially the way Eric explained it. All right. So this <laughs> is... Yeah, I guess we care about equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. I guess I'll, I'll start off. I, I was having trouble coming up with one because I'm so manly. Oh, God. So I was... I You're was, so hairy, you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, for me, I guess something that's a guilty pleasure, girly. Uh, I really like like uh, fruity drinks. Oh yeah, like, like and like frappuccinos mm. and like um, uh, it, whenever I and now I also love black coffee. I, I drink my coffee black, but if I go to Starbucks, I'm getting a white chocolate mocha mm. and, whipped cream. Yeah, whipped cream on it, and it's whip sweet. it up, baby. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> is that and, what you say when you order? It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you whip it up, give it. Yeah, they're like, do you want whipped cream on it? Whip it <laughs> up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, so I, I really enjoy that, and I, every time that they're always like. White chocolate mocha frappuccino whipped cream on top for Shane. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I came over and grabbed it. Sometimes somebody... There's a guy next to you with a big beard drinking black yeah. coffee out of a, out of a horn. Yeah. <laughs> out of a horn. <laughs> From like a, a yak that yeah. he just killed outside. <laughs> but uh, I like anytime somebody goes to Starbucks, like uh, Lene, who's my executive pastor, sometimes she'll go to Starbucks and like we're going to have like a meeting with a bunch of people and she'll text us all like, hey, I'm going to stop at Starbucks. Do you guys want anything? I'm like, uh, yeah, in the group chat. Yeah, I'll take a white chocolate mocha, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Uh, when you go to Red Robin. Oh yeah. Which- now this, is, see, if you go to Red Robin, yum. Uh, make sure that <laughs> the greatest drink that they have is a freckled lemonade. It is delicious. It has strawberries in it. It is so good. It comes in a really girly glass, like a, yeah, it is really girly. And uh, and every time I go there with 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 Lauren, I'm always like, hey, you need to order this for me. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go as a group, and like people will get soda, some people will get beers, some people will get water, whatever. But then there's Shane, his uh, one freckle, freckle lemonade, please. <laughs> extra strawberries. Yeah, and please. I sit there like, and I'm drinking it, and then I'm like. S- Shoving my straw down to get all the strawberry chunks out of the bottom. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm. So I I love those sort of like really fruity drinks, and I'll get a strawberry lemonade anywhere I go. Or when we go to get snowballs, I love a, a good tutti frutti. Tutti frutti always. Tutti frutti snowball. Um, and uh, I also like egg custard, but that's a. Oh, I love egg custard. Good top. Oh boy. So let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna have to go with. Now this is coming from probably the most metrosexual one out of all of us. <laughs> out of us three, yeah. Uh, it's got to be my aromatherapy lotion from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> what aromatherapy lotion? Yeah, 
So I actually I just ran out of the one down I here. I see that. Yeah. So I have two kinds. Uh-huh. One for the morning because it's like a orange ginger. And so, you know, it it, what do you do? it releases this energy for the morning. Do you, what do you what do you probably <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got <laughs> is it like a big vapor rub? Dude, I don't know well, you know it looks bad. It says on there. It's right next to his bed. And it says on there stress relief. And I, a lot of people go down and be like, "What do you use this lotion for?" Hey now, hey now. That's that is uncalled. Yeah, for. where do you rub it? On my hands. Oh. My hands in the winter they get a little dry. They start cracking and bleeding sometimes because uh-huh. I have very dry hands. So. <laughs> I get this lotion in the morning. It's nice. Oh, it's this burst of uh, energy uh, in the morning. I keep it at work. It's a. Do you don't need a coffee when you have this? Oh, I still do the coffee. Oh, okay. But then the one after work, you know, you want to unwind, and so you and so you rub it again in it? your hands. Is this that still the orange ginger? No, this one is uh, eucalyptus spearmint. <laughs> what is it? Eucalyptus spearmint. And now, and now, do you do you rub this stress lotion? Relief. On that's your a stress hands relief one. At the same time, when you got your lemongrass oils going on. Yeah, I do put room? my oil diffuser on sometimes. <laughs> He's got lemongrass oil diffuser in his room. That's well, just... I have eight different oils, not just, not, just <laughs> not just lemongrass. What other ones do you have? <laughs> I got rosemary, uh-huh. uh, sweet orange, lemongrass, uh-huh. eucalyptus, <laughs> lavender. Lavender. Um, what else? Frankincense. Wow. Oh, that's very Christian. Uh, and uh, you, peppermint. And myrrh. <laughs> Not myrrh. That is, <laughs> you could get that one. <laughs> it's in some variety packs. You can't um, afford the gold. No, no, I couldn't do the gold. <laughs> you also, I know you also put um, Vaseline on your lips before you go to bed. We used call you not ju- Vaseline. <laughs> what is it? A and D ointment. Oh, uh, we used to call you when we spend the night at your house. We used to call you Juicy Lips because yeah. you come down with, and your lips would be shining bright. Yeah, like, it's, oh look at Juicy it's, Lips it's, over juicy there. Lips, yeah, like on? chapstick, you don't notice when you put on. You notice when you put on A and D ointment. Yeah. it's shiny. And we were, we would always make fun of him. We go, and he would go, guys. My mom said that supermodels. Do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, All right, Eric. Mine. I, when I work, I work in an office, I, I'll light a candle, but that's not really because I like candles all that much. It's because I'm next to my cat's litter box, <laughs> and he'll poop in it while I'm working. <laughs> like, oh, Bruce. So I always have a candle lit, but um, probably... Do you, now, do you have candles from, from being careful careful a little? No. You know what I have? I have, I have the candles that people give Erica that are rejected that she doesn't like. Oh, she so puts I just put them down, them down the here and I just use them, yeah. So well, I'm sure the one I'm using good. now is one that I purchased for the, her. I'm sure that it's... <laughs> that <you purchased. laughs> yeah. She went, I, Erica, I'm sorry, I really don't like this. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll take it for me downstairs. Uh, but I would say... This guy. I, I would say mine would be um, when I take a shower, I use a loofah. Like a, you like know what a loofah sponge? Is? It's like one of those the frilly, uh, frilly sponge. Oh, the girly ones. Yeah, I use what one. What color is it? It's whatever Erica buys. <laughs> sometimes it's white, sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's red. She knows red's my favorite color. <laughs> so, but it's just so much easier because I use body wash. I don't use like a bar of soap. Yeah, I use but body we wash. all use body wash. You don't? Do you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you used bar of soap. I actually, when I preached on bar of soap, grosses me out. Yeah, I preached on <laughs> generations, and I talked about how millennials are ruining different things and one of them was millennials are ruining the bar of soap or like are eliminating the bar of soap wow yeah you know why because they're nasty yeah there's always that like random hair you have no idea where that's from yeah. or what body part that's from <laughs> yeah. you're like oh <laughs> yeah um and then you know, like that bar of soap was in someone's butt crack and right say. to their face, and like, yeah, like <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't go it so di- everywhere so directly to the body, yeah, but the, the face hands. directly. You don't, but you don't know about that uh, about that the last person who used it, yeah, 
So I use a bot. I use body wash and I put it in the loofah and I just squeeze it a bunch of times under the water and it gets like when you use body wash, you just rub it all over you. Yeah, you don't get it everywhere. The loofah gets it everywhere in every crevice. No, but you have and you probably use more than I do. You don't need a lot because then it starts to bubble up and then you just literally I'm covered in bubbles by the <laughs> yeah. end with my body wash. It covers Are every you area. Taking a bubble bath? No, I'm covered in every area. <laughs> I'm taking like a, a bubble bath, bath sort of guy. Oh, I haven't taken a bubble bath in a long time. Bath's kind of gross me out. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, just soak it in your dirt. <laughs> in your dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something like I'll see stuff floating. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just dead skin cells. Yeah, yeah especially if you haven't cleaned the bath. Right when I when I. Oh, whenever I like give Brooklyn Savannah a bath, I'm like, oh, this is a little gross. Uh-huh. And I remember uh, there's, uh, I'm sure if you've had kids, you know this too. You haven't had this uh-huh. yet, but there's times where Savannah would just poop in, in the, the bathtub. Yeah. And also it's like, oh, it's brown. <laughs> and you got to get them out really quick. That's sick. But yeah, mine's probably a loofah. Uh, yeah, that I'm, I don't, do you use a loofah topper? No. I don't use a loofah. No. I just use my hands. Just the yeah. hands. Hands work. Yeah. So. Well, hey guys, so I hope you the listeners i hope you don't miss us too much as we're gone yeah this would be a great time for you to maybe catch up with some episodes right. if you if you haven't if you've missed some you can catch up on some of them um check out some other podcasts there's plenty of good podcasts there's none that are as good as ours but there's some true. that are that are uh okay <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh we'll be back um in september i don't know if first we'll do tuesday it. in september well, right? after labor day so maybe depends on when we record We'll definitely be back by the second Tuesday of September, mm-hmm. um, but at, but we'll at the be earliest back in September. Yeah, yeah, not August. We will be taking August off. Hope everyone enjoys their vacation. So do you guys want to sing a song to them to send them out? Oh yeah, I will remember okay. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, can you get some plugs for us, really quick, Toppers? Just to remind them, if they get lonely, they can go to these things. If you get lonely and you want to visit our website, you can go to <laughs> N- nymchristianpodcast.com. Yeah, you got it right. I, know, I had to do that. Get one that one out while I could. <laughs> um, you can send us some questions if you want. We, we'd like to load up on some questions. Yeah, that'd be, be prepared great. for after summer. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's like the- our photos. Um, share, share, share us. Our, that'd be great. Yeah, share everything. Listen to us. Find us on iTunes. Good. Really, um, anywhere you listen. Give to us podcasts. a five star review. You Definitely know. five star review. All that, all that good stuff. We we do appreciate. It. We do have a good amount of five star reviews, um, but we could always use more. So, um, anyways, all right, Shane, you want to start us off for this closing song? Sure. So everyone enjoys their summer. Everyone have a great summer. We hope that this this song sends you out. One. I oh, that's not <laughs> one, two, three, four. Hold on. Is that the time? <laughs> It right, actually is. Here we go. A one, was not. a two, a one, two, three, four. I will remember Hold on, what's the harmonies? You. All right, hold on. You be low. I'm always low. What, you want mid or high? I don't know. It's not going to matter. <laughs> you be high. All right. All right, a one, a two, okay. a one, two, three, four. I will remember you. Oh, mine is terrible. I can't find it. Will you remember me? Topper's doing a good harmony. What's the next part? Don't let your life pass you by. Weep not for the memories. Remember the good times so high. <laughs> I will remember you. Thank you for 
listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.